Sorry, we're potting it up. Here we go. That music is Dopico, and it's called Too Much TV. I kind of stopped in the 90s, I think. Uh, I stopped listening to new stuff, pretty much. I started listening to talk radio and and then books on tape and things like that. So the only new music I really get is either from the kids at school. Uh, When we used to do karaoke, I would hear people singing songs. I'd be like, oh, what is that? I kind of like that. And the other way is I get the gym. If they play something at the gym, um, because I'm probably just getting huge, just working out. Swole up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just hit the weight pile and, you know. Getting swole. Yes, benching 10 quarters. So, ooh, iced tea reference. Thank you. (laughs) But uh, Too Much TV fits in. I listened to that. I was like, wow, this is really cool. I really like this song. Uh, So, yeah, we really appreciate that. And it kind of fits in with uh, either what we do or what we aspire to do when we're not working. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what we've got are like holiday games to play with your non-gamers. I don't know how y'all are with family gatherings, but... I labor under the delusion that I'm going to pack up all these games because I've got a big game carrier and head down and I carefully select. And I sometimes I run it by my wife and she says, they're not going to play that. I'm like, no, this will be the time. This will be the time. So I take down a bunch of games and I, I used to bring them all in and unpack them. But now I just bring them all in, and sometimes I just leave them in the car. But we do not play them very often. It sucks. My in-laws do not play many games at all. I think I got my mother-in-law to play a game one time at the beach, like last year. And my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, we played a quarter of a trivia game 10 years ago. I I don't know. I mean, it was terrible. It's like... You know, my kids will humor me. My wife will play. But, you know, sometimes you just, if nobody else is playing, it's tough. This last trip to the beach this past summer, I got My City, which is a co-op game. It got good reviews, and they won't play it again. We played it like four times. Because, you know, the games are not that long. I wasn't, like, super excited about it. I mean, I might I might finish it just because I need to finish it, but it was disappointing. I have that copy of that. I'm going to get rid of mine. I haven't even opened. Like, you, you went as far as to get through three of the envelopes. Yeah. I haven't gone through the envelope because yeah. I was so angry. The fact that you put stickers on it and then you can't, you're not supposed to take them back off. That made me so angry that I was, like, doing things to my board that I was like, <laughs> I can't. And then they're like, oh, you'll never be able to do the legacy part again. You can flip it over and you can play Universal on the other side. And I was like, nope, yeah. I'm not doing it. Well, and plus you put stickers on and you have no idea the rationale or strategy. And, you know, and I was just like, God. Um, but they did not care for it. So disappointed. But my wife rarely plays games. But in my gaming circle, it is widely known 
that she is the best gamer. Oh, yeah. She's she, amazing. <laughs> she has the highest win percentage. Yeah. Like, if she's sitting at the table, you're like, well, I just hope I get second. because, And she's going to taunt you. I don't really understand what I'm doing. Oh, I won. Invariably. Yeah. there, There's a couple kinds of games that she does not do well at. But even new games, she'll just, like, mm-hmm. just be over there doing her thing. It's like a hard work. I'm doing a little bit of this, a little bit of this. Little, oh, I won. Oh, God. It's frustrating, but it's also kind of cool. That's yeah, great. Yeah, she does, she does very well. And if she never played another board game in her life, she would be fine. Because, I mean, it was varied, too. Because I've only played with her twice when we were all played together but it was i mean different so arc nova and then quacks quaglenberg and she won both yes yeah, <laughs> i was just like jesus christ and there and it's not like one's like an easier like quacks quaglenberg you're like okay fine but like arc nova like yep. those are two ends of the damn spectrum yeah. and she won both of those so yep. that's crazy and she doesn't care she's not competitive mm-hmm. at all if it was me and i would rarely play board games but i won i would totally like did I break it? What happened? Is it not supposed to work like this? Did I just <laughs> yeah. win? You know, have y'all played this before? Do y'all play games? And good? just totally talk good? game smack to us and then walk away. All right, I'm going to go, you know, eat my veggie burger. You know, <laughs> I'm going to go upstairs and read or whatever, whatever she does in her life when she's upstairs hiding, you know, from the game crew, trying desperately not to be asked to be that fourth player coming down and just beating us about the face and head. One thing that we talked about is like, well, access to them, your your non-gamers, like Target has just blown up yeah. with games. Better and better selection. Yes. And I hazard to say it was like seven years ago when I saw Ticket to Ride in a Target. I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. And it also made me feel like, oh, board gaming is going mainstream. Mm-hmm. And shortly after that, we've got the Green Bay Packers talked about they were playing Catan. I totally thought the Catan people should send copies to all the football teams and all the basketball teams, whatever, and, you know, just blow up even more. And Target, you're getting good prices. The other one we looked at was, well, we looked at Walmart, and they really don't have anything of note. And then Barnes & Noble. But Barnes & Noble tends to be more pricey. Mm -hmm. With the price point, they only send you one coupon now. It used to be that, like, if you were a Barnes & Noble member, you could get, like, the games at a reasonable price because a couple times a year they'd be like, oh, here's, like, 10% off plus whatever your percentage rate is. 20% because you're an educator. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I mean, and that's still a a pretty decent deal. It's like you get 5% or something, 10% as a member, and then maybe you get a 5%, 15% every now and then. You'll find stuff in the clearance rack. You're like, what? Like, I found... uh, Castles of Tuscany for 25 bucks back there. And I picked that up just, just to pick it up. It is a higher price point on there, but you can you can make that work. Target's good. Like I found uh, Concordia in, you know, in what I assume was the ding and dent section. But, but we've got um, to get this out of here because we're setting up for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Which aisle. is like, hell, all right. But yeah. it, it was there with the swim goggles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, it is one of those things that the buyers are better. It's almost like the buyers are folks like us who understand what the games are. Uh, that and because Target's Target. I mean, they have those agreements with Funko. So you get a lot of the Funko stuff. And I think Raven's Burgers. You get a lot of Raven's Burger games there. Like the oh, Jaws. Oh, the puzzles? Jaw, well, yeah. yeah, Jaws. And what was it? You you have that. The Aliens. Like movie-themed ones in there. Because like we talked about Jaws before. Because I was like, oh, Jaws. Shit, should I get that? And you're like, nah. You can just play mine. It's nah. funny... Because 
when you're the shark, as long as you survive the the luck of the first round, it's over. And you were just coming in and destroying that ship. And you're eating Quint. And you're eating Hooper. And you're eating Brody. And you're eating a boat. And it's awesome because there's just horror on my children's face <laughs> when they know that they're like, oh, Jaws is coming. You know, so that was funny. But the rest of it, especially when um, the first round you are just out and about eating swimmers, it's like really tough not to get killed after you play it one time. Like you can totally like limit where the shark can go. And, you know, and I got I got a little, little bit scared. To your point, I think if you are going to get a game at Target, what I like is the fan, family friendliness of it, that you can read the back of the box and basically what you're reading is what you're going to get. Yeah, It's not like some of these other ones that we've talked about, that it's like, okay, you got to crack the box open and start to play it to go, mm, do I really know this? I mean, you'll see the pieces, you read the back, and then you're like, okay. Yeah. So like with Jaws, that's kind of what I expected. It's just the gameplay part is like, is the gameplay going to suck? Yeah. You know, but, but it is what it is, right? Yeah. Target's buyers do a good job to go just pick it up, and if it looks like something you're going to like chances are is you'll like it if like ticket to ride you like trains you like laying tracks down or oh you don't like trains but you like taxis you got ticket to ride new york you I know like, like, oh, I like stuff, laying track. Know. hey don't we all yes and target does all that for you the price points right and and you know with like the other things like the membership price the what is it target circle or whatever they got like you can get discount you can get games for dirt cheap so. yeah i wander around looking and i'm just praying for people to like well have you ever played this well <laughs> funny you should ask and just stand a hover on the aisle and i actually have uh i've gotten code names into somebody's hands and there's a couple other games <laughs> i've been like what are you looking for you know just walk around you. with a red golf <laughs> shirt on hi <laughs> what are you i'm the game specialist here <laughs> What do you like? <laughs> I am. Yeah, I just got I got three questions for you, and I'll be able to pinpoint the game you should have. And if you fail all three, then I'm going to point you to that TV game from 10 years ago. You get that. That's totally, they should have like a games shirt. You know, like yep. they got the tech people. They should have a completely yep. different one with games. Yeah, it's like Chris to games, Chris to games. We have a customer. You got to hit the little button. I've arrived. What can I tell you? What would you like to know? Like knowing nobody, if they were to say, okay, let's walk into the into Target and we're going to walk down the center of that aisle, what would be something that you you would recommend? And then we'll just go around it. Well, if I'm thinking people that don't play a lot of games, almost everybody enjoys a good rummy. I mean, Ticket to Ride itself is a board game interpretation of rummy. You're collecting sets of cards, you lay them down. To See, I didn't know he was here. Someplace. He was sitting over there waiting. So, yeah, just <laughs> wait. Laying and wait. Yeah. And... Recently, there have actually been a bunch of really good rummies that have come out. Now, some years back, Mystery Rummy showed up in Barnes & Noble and things like that, but that's gone back out of print. But recently, um, there's a game called Monopoly Deal, which is a fast-paced card game version of Monopoly. You're trying to collect the sets of the different houses, and there's action cards that you can use to steal individual things oh, or whole sets from other people. That, it's, oh, it's a fun, fast-paced game, and one that everybody I've played it with has really enjoyed. So, I mean, that sort of thing, Five Crowns is an interpretation of the card game 313, where you start with three cards in your hand and you have to match them all up to go out. And then you have four cards and then five cards and six cards. What Five Crowns does is it puts two decks together, adds a fifth suit, extra wilds, and makes it more kind of random and more accessible for people. You can play it with more players. Um, I think Five Crowns goes up to at least six, maybe more than that. But again, it's... 
another rummy variant that's very accessible, very easy to get on the pa- onto the table, and people almost always enjoy it. I mean, old school Phase 10, Skipbo, all those sorts of things are still around for a reason. Because those are games that anybody can sit down. You don't have to think so much about the mechanics of the game. You talk with each other while you're playing. And it's just something that's easy to work through and have a good time. That's awesome. Yeah, and Brian has family that love playing games. Yeah, both sides of my family were always card game players. My dad's side, Rook, was the game. Um, My mom's side played a game called Pitch, which is both of those are partnership trick-taking games. So... As far as the modern stuff that you can find in the stores right now that we've pivoted over to is The Crew. Mm-hmm. is one that's very accessible and takes that trick-taking aspect but turns it on its head. And you've got a cooperative version where you're trying to help everybody accomplish tasks by capturing certain cards. Yeah, so if you can play Spades, Hearts, mm-hmm. and Gin... Yeah. Anybody who knows the mechanics of those can pick up The Crew yeah. and have a great time with it. There's actually two versions of The Crew out now. There's the original Crew and then the new version is kind of an underwater adventure deep sea something. deep sea yeah yeah brian read those um the little flavor text with those and he really enjoyed when we were uh, circling uranus <laughs> good times i could not believe he was reading was mission it. It was 69 awesome. on that wasn't it yes it was no. <laughs> yes i'm sorry we we're potting it up i don't know what else your recommendation uh, yeah like ticket to ride like all the basic stuff you know what's on the shelf that i mentioned for the halloweens is monstrosity that yeah. is the game that mother in law played, and that is fun and silly, and you get to laugh at everybody and you laugh at yourself. Ironically, that after you mentioned it, that was the first like when I saw, I was like, "Oh, my eye was drawn to it." Like it, it must have been there forever. I never paid attention that it was there until it was on the show, right. and I was like, "Oh, that's the one." That's it. Um, and Telestrations would be another similar to that that's easy for people to pick up and play and enjoy. Old school was Balderdash and dictionary and all those sorts of things but and telestrations is like now they're they're putting it all on like for black friday sales and stuff like that telestrations is well, you so you can get a pretty decent price yeah. point right in the middle of the aisle now they make it easy for you it's like all that stuff is right there in the center of the aisle uh what is it a sequence mm-hmm. and and telestrations and all that's right there now in the middle of the aisle yeah. i saw that today too and those are ones where you're drawing things they work for any generation everybody can draw a picture and then try to describe what's going on so codenames, codenames is great super game. and that's like you know you get two six i mean two two teams two, two teams you get you got to have two on each team four total or six or you know five whatever um that's a really good one simple to play you've got stuff that you've got to give hints to your your team and you've got stuff that you can't pick stuff that ends the game because it's the assassin code names is really good and it involves a lot of people and it's funny in that mysterium way where you can talk people out of the right answers mm-hmm. and you know the person that's given the clue just sits there and hopes for the best you know and that's good because it's got the flavor so there's like the disney one that's just pictures yeah and then there's regular code names and then if like i bought the deep undercover one that's the not safe for work like all that like adult Hmm. stuff on there and i played that with my sisters-in-law and they were like i don't get what you know you lay out that board and everybody thinks it's going to be so complex and then it's like it was so easy that they thought they were doing something wrong. Yeah, the hardest like, thing. No, it's a really easy game. The hardest thing is for the two people to figure out which side is which <laughs> the corners <laughs> that, for the map of, of the way everything, the blues and, and the sure reds. 
This is the top. You are looking at it like this. You <laughs> so, and still sometimes people have trouble. As far oh, as accessibility, you can always go back to the abstracts. That's um, what I was going to say. Yes, tell so us about your the good modern abstracts for me are Quirkle. And again, there's a Quirkle card game Rummy version that's yeah. out there now too that you could that we had fun with this last summer. So original Quirkle, Quirkle cubes, Quirk, the Rummy Quirkle cards, all of those are good. Blocus, I love the Trigon yeah. version of Blocus because yeah. it it it's the one that actually works well with three players or four players. The, the regular version, if you don't have the fourth player, it feels weird. But, oh, okay. So those sorts of games are, again, easy for anybody to pick up and play. Blocus is visually beautiful. Quirkle, you're putting out, basically, you're building a crossword puzzle out of sim- colored symbols. And so visually, they look great on the table, so that can bring interest in from other people if you just start playing. Yeah, I had, um, what was it? Love Letter. Love letters in there, but it's mixed mm-hmm. in with. It's usually hanging by the cards against humanity. Like they they, they stack <laughs> it in there with cards against humanity, like right above it near um, crew. Oh, crew. Yes. So they put it like with the crew and all of that stuff, like near Dungeons and Dragons and Cards Against Humanity. There's just one really weird line of games. So love letter I liked that that is one game and I posted that on the Instagram that is the one game that people are like I don't want to play game can you just pull something out yeah no matter what age it's like okay I don't know if I like this and then you start playing it and everyone's like oh my god and then they start like yeah, love letter will so. click for people really quickly it's really easy to play you're not Nine making cards. big decisions because you're only ever looking at two cards at That's a time it. it's I like, was like play you this have one a card and you pull a card and then you yep. make a decision on which card you're going to play and all of the rules for the cards are on the card yeah and then there are variants of it they don't have those like in the big box stores but there's a Jabba's palace version of it that actually right. gives you a uh, a mission to accomplish okay and then I like uh, the Batman version that you've got. Batman version. Then we played. We played the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings version. I can't remember. Oh, which. I didn't know there was a Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and there's like the the Gandalf or one of them seems kind of like it does a different thing and it's kind of broken. And I found <laughs> here. Where is it? Z-Man Games put out Love Letter, but if you go online, they have released a free version, an updated version of Love Letter. Because the joke for me is always, people go, I don't like playing Love Letter because the art looks antiquated. Hmm. And I'm going, uh, the concept of writing a letter to anybody and giving it to them is outdated. So they, oh, here it is. Love Letter Sender. And it's free, print and play, online. And most of the people that were in Love Letter are for... So, like, they're ghosts now or things. <laughs> okay. And they're all sending text messages and things to each other. Okay. So you can just print out the updated version, which I thought was cool. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go print that out on high-quality paper and then just see how that one goes. Yeah, that's a Love Letter we used to open with while we were yeah. waiting for everybody to get here. And so we'd play Love Letter. And, and next to that's The Mind. The Mind was another one that, that's fun because people think that it's a stupid concept. And there were a lot of husbands of my wife's friends that were like, this is a dumb concept, but I don't want to play. And then we started playing, and then it's like, this is stupid. Can we play it again? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And then you started, yeah. So it's another one. All the Wordle and Quirtle and things like that, there's a game out that's a little wordy, and it is tied to, like, the the cards that allow you to have different powers are uh, birds, and you get... A bunch of letters you make a uh, word out of it 
and you put down the blanks so you know how many it is, write down the word, and then you hand the letters over to the person you're playing against, and they have to figure out what the word is, and they can use the powers of the cards to ask you questions, like one of the birds allows you allows them to ask you what is the first letter you know or you know there's a bunch of different things it's really cool my daughter really likes it and um it's it's fun it's cool it's quick um and each time you are getting a clue it costs you money you give that to the other player and if there's a tie whoever has more money wins so you've in theory you've gotten you've given more clues than you received so that's like the tiebreaker but that's a quickie and it's at um it's at target probably at barnes and noble as we were talking one of the other games that jumped into my mind i'm assuming is still there in the stores is skull king they did an updated version they did an updated version that adds in sirens and the kraken the kraken yes the Kraken, if it's on a trick, the trick just gets discarded, so nobody won that trick. Mm. But whoever would have won it goes ahead and leads the next trick anyway. Um, but, Destroy Arcus. Yeah, so that's another trick-taking game. It's based on Oh Heck or Oh Hell or Oh Insert Your Favorite Curse Word, oh. where, what, what is your again, you start off just... Heck works fine for me. You start off with just one card in your hand and then two cards, three cards, four, so on and so forth. And for that one, you have to bid exactly what you're going to get. But again, it's very accessible for anybody who's comfortable with spades, hearts, all those trick-taking card games. Yeah, Skull King is cool. I like that. I yeah. like that move. That Good game. little game. Out there, uh, you'll run across the Azul games, mm-hmm. and they are pretty solid. The um, You are building a stained glass window. Kind yeah. of that thing. You're taking taking turns, taking colored pieces. Always beautiful components. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like them. The original, actually like the, the sec, the second one or something it's called the the summer pavilion i think that's my favorite but the first one's good and then i think i'm looking at the queen's garden here and there's another one that's out uh but it's something that um you're not bringing your family into some weird historic thing of you know or some space yeah, it's thing a lightly themed abstract yes you're just like hey we're gonna make uh hey, pretty windows and oh look it's beautifully designed oh yeah i'll play this i'll give it a try and it's it's pretty simple so it's a azul is a good one and it's showing up in those um in those stores and with azul you don't have to worry about the games being expansions to each other or anything like that each box stands alone as its own thing they all have similar mechanics but slightly different yeah there's the the trader games and the witch hunt and the werewolf yeah, games. Among and, Us got really popular. For um, yeah, yeah, Among Us is the most recent one. Yeah, and totally. So there's a bunch of different ones. You've got Resistance and Avalon, which are very similar, and they're contained. And those are the ones that Kevin just thinks everybody's yelling at each other that you're the werewolf, or you're the you're the spy, or whatever. Um, the one that works well with the, a group of kids we played that with. Uh, my kids and their cousins it's one night werewolf mm-hmm. and you've you know have six to eight people and that's a good number you've got different roles every most everybody does something when has a special power yeah. yeah it's a special power by close their eyes and it's one night so you've got something in front of you all the other powers might allow you to do something move your yeah. Move your person, switch with somebody, which adds, you know, and it's funny. And you, um, 
I don't know, we really enjoyed playing One Night Werewolf and, and yeah. Werewords. Werewords is the other one. And both of those solve one of the big problems with the original Werewolf, which was player elimination. Yeah. Where you've got somebody that gets killed off the first night and then is standing around for it. So in these games, in One Night and in Werewords, um, everybody gets to play the whole time. Yeah, and Werewords, you've got a word. The mayor of the yeah, town the knows, the, knows is trying the secret you know, to guide everybody to it. The werewolves know the word and are trying to sabotage it without obviously sabotaging it because at the end you get to guess who the werewolf is Mm -hmm. and if you've lost you can still win by pointing out who the werewolf is because they obviously you know steered you wrong for your family situations you know it's it's fun to sit around a table and close your eyes and listen to the computer app on your phone tell you you know werewolves wake up do such and such out of all of the games that we have talked about if we had to pick like each of us picked one what would your one recommendation be that you think just in your mind for for gamers out there what would be your yes you should probably get this good starter bring it this year if you have no idea and you just got to run in and grab something how can we help them just grab something? Brian, what would your... Yeah, if I'm just grabbing a game to take someplace and play with somebody just to kill some time, I'm taking the crew these okay. days. Um, easy to teach. Almost everybody has played some sort of trick-taking game before, and it's fully cooperative. We're all working together, and the missions get more and more complex as you go. You can kind of tool... You can kind of choose where within the 50 missions that are out there you want to start as far as how difficult you want it to be. So that's my choice, the crew. All right, Chris? Uh, if you've got the kids, I think One Night Werewolf would draw everybody in. You know, you're going to be together for maybe two, three nights. You get one night, you get One Night Werewolf, and I think everybody would have fun playing that. You know, and it's going to hold eight people, depending on how many you got. It'll play probably, you probably need six to eight. But yeah, I would go with that. I'm just going to, I'm sticking with mine. I'm just going to say Love Letter. Uh, mm. I say that that's just uh, it hits the sweet spot, and I I have I think more uh, like a lot of non gamers. It's an old standby for me, and so uh, I, I would go for that. And those are in the same; they're all pretty much in the same location, so you just go run in and grab them. So, yep, easy find. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All great games. some chaos.